On this week's episode of Life and Lessons, I speak about journaling, about the buzz I get from speaking to new people, and about the rare moments when you get paid to do something you love. Hey, what is going on? Welcome to this episode number 80 of Life and Lessons. I'm Sean Spooner, and if you're new here, here's what you need to know. This podcast is the place where I tell the story of growing a business, of growing as a person, and of taking on some fairly unusual challenges. Sometimes on my own, sometimes joined by the most interesting people I know. The only thing that's guaranteed with this podcast is that every time you press play, you're going to learn something new. Right, hello, hope you're well, hope you have had a good week since we last spoke. Uh, I'll be honest, this is going to be a quick one. I've just this second finished recording a podcast with Peter Watson for his podcast Behind the Journey, Uh, and so I am all podcasted out today. Um, But you can probably tell that I'm slightly more awake than usual because there's nothing I love more than just having an hour-long undistracted conversation with somebody, and so although it's getting on for 7pm right now, I feel wide awake, I feel really energetic, and so hopefully this episode will be slightly less uh, cumbersome than recent ones, because it feels like every time it gets to a Thursday recently, just because things are so busy, um, it's like a tired slog to get this across the line and to uh, get it recorded in time, but not today, feeling good. Um, There's not much to speak about this week. It has been a fairly uneventful week, but interestingly that conversation and that podcast that I just mentioned with Peter we touched upon something in that conversation which is the reason why I continue to do this podcast week in week out with complete consistency even on the weeks when it would be easier not to and also even on the weeks like this one where there's not that much to talk about and that reason is that beyond anything else beyond a tool to gain awareness of the business or build a personal brand or get followers or any of those other things that people use podcasts for. This podcast is just my journal. It's just the space in which I come once a week to think and talk and, I guess, put on record thoughts that otherwise would have been forgotten. And I think I've said this before, I certainly said it in the conversation with Peter just now, but the person who gets the most value out of this podcast will never be you. It will never be somebody listening. It's always going to be me because truthfully, whether it is an episode like this where I just come and I think and I share my thoughts or whether it's a guest episode where I get to ask the questions that I really want answers to from some of the most interesting people I know, this podcast is something that I get so much value from and so using it as a journal using it as somewhere where with predictable consistency I come and I sit and I talk I don't think I will ever miss a week intentionally yes life will from time to time throw curveballs at me that means that I just have to miss it like it hasn't happened yet but we all know what life is like something's going to happen on a Thursday one week and it just won't give me the space to record a podcast but until then here I am because 
journaling like this, although journaling in the truest sense of like sitting down and writing stuff down on paper and all of that stuff has never appealed to me. Um, doing it like this has so many benefits. Like firstly, just documenting my thoughts and exploring my thoughts. I think that it is something that is so easily missed and so easily neglected by most people, which is that other than maybe when you're lying in bed at night overthinking, which, by the way, isn't the best environment to think clearly anyway, most of us, most of the time, don't take the time to think about our thoughts as meta as that is. We don't take the time to really delve into what did I do this week? What did I think? What did I feel? Why did I think and feel that way? Do I need to dive deeper into this thought? Do I need to let go of this thought because it isn't serving me? You know, what are the the causes of the way I feel right now? What can I do to feel better? What can I be doing more of? What can I be doing less of? I don't think that we ever really stop to ask ourselves these questions with any level of consistency. We all do it when things go wrong, like after a, a major traumatic event or after you know, messing up badly in school or work, whatever it might be, we all stop and say, right, what can I change to make sure that that never happened again? So we're always on the reactive when it comes to looking introspectively at ourselves. But doing it proactively, at least I have found over the last year and a half, just has so many benefits. And it also, interestingly, um, acts as a little bit of a time portal because it's so easy to think that nothing has really changed in my life in the last year and a half because it doesn't really feel like anything has right our lived experience day to day changes so little that it's hard to keep track of things that actually change like what is different today compared to the first week in January 2020 when I started recording this and without this podcast, I'm not sure I'd be able to answer that clearly. Yes, I could say, oh, well, we had coronavirus and we're all, we were all in lockdown. But I have dozens and dozens of hours of me speaking and thinking out loud in real time that I can go back to. And I do it every now and then. I will scroll back by 52 episodes. So I'll go back to what I was doing at exactly a year earlier. And I'll listen to it. And it is just such a crazy reminder. And I spoke about this last week in a completely different context. But it's a crazy reminder of just how much can and does, both with and without our input, change in a year. From things that we can't control, like a pandemic, through to how much, say, this business has changed in the past year. The rebrand, the new clients, the new areas of the business, how we've matured and developed. Like, it would be so easy to just continue on autopilot and not look back and think back and reflect and whilst it's not always healthy to stare backwards into the future I think it is healthy to use the past and the trends that they create to look forward into the future and so yeah like if, if I'm saying one thing here it is that everybody and I mean literally everybody including you listening to this right now should make some sort of effort to do some sort of journaling or documenting of your thoughts, whether it is as elaborate as a podcast or a vlog, whether it is as cliche as buying a journal from Amazon and literally with a pen and paper writing in it every week, or whether it is as simple as downloading an app like Day One or just the notes on your phone and once a day in the morning or the evening or once a week, just writing what's happened, just making notes to yourself of where your head was at this week 
What things are concerning you right now? What things are you excited about? How do you think the future will look? Because in the future, it's really fucking interesting to go back and see how things actually played out. So there we go. That's my uh, that's my challenge to you this week. Start journaling in some sort of way. And when you do, let me know how you get on with it because I promise you, given how little time it takes, you, you, you need to invest like 10 minutes a day of that. The upsides are just huge. Uh, what have I been up to? So I was in Manchester over the weekend, Friday through till Tuesday. Me, Richard, my brother and his girlfriend went to Manchester. Uh, we actually booked it quite a while ago when we were looking forward to the end of coronavirus restrictions. And so obviously we were expecting to find a very different city to the one that we actually found when we got there because of the four week continuation of these final stage four restrictions. Uh, but with that said, it was good. Went to a couple of bars, ate in a couple of places. I did what I love to do most, which is just stick a pair of earphones in and walk around and explore aimlessly like that's always good fun no matter where I am Um, and so I did that I racked up a good number of steps over that weekend Um, and then something else I did which I've spoken about this before on this podcast and I find it weirdly therapeutic it's just kind of being locked away in a hotel room for a little bit of time it's not like I was in my hotel room for the entirety of the time but and I'm not sure whether this is a, a symptom of how long we've all been locked down or whether it's just because things are busy right now but there are a few things in life I love more than just sitting in a hotel room with absolutely no distractions and just doing what I want whether it's like watching Love Island or even working but just like sitting there knowing that there's nobody going to walk in nobody's going to phone me there's nowhere I need to be and I can just focus on whatever it is I want to focus on I've I found that really I think therapeutic is the word. I'll come back to that word. Therapeutic is probably the word I describe for that. So I did a bit of that this weekend as well. Um, Also met up with a few people whilst I was in Manchester. I think I've only been to Manchester twice in my life. Um, Once was a passing visit on my way to Liverpool to see Lewis Mockler do a gig a few years back. And the other was back in 2012 in the summer when we were filming the final of Young Apprentice. You'll remember that the summer of 2012 was when the Olympics were on. And so the producers moved the final up to Manchester. And so I spent a few days in Manchester back then. But remember, that was almost 10 years ago. So I absolutely do not remember what the city was like then. So this was basically like a a new place to explore. And whilst I was up there, I met with Cameron, Cameron Rawson. You'll know him from this podcast. Uh, he has been on here. I have been on his as well. Um, and we just had a little catch up. Cameron lives in Manchester. I've only ever uh, met with him before when he is in cities near to Wales when he was doing uh, touring as a DJ, but uh, he was back home in Manchester right now because lockdown. And so I met up with him for a few hours. We went for a drink. We watched a rowdy group of football fans queue up outside of a pub before Saturday's game. And yeah, it was just nice to catch up. And then on Tuesday, I met for the first time in person with Catty from Social Chain, I believe he is their US creative director. Um, That was interesting. That was really nice, actually, because what I used to love years back when Twitter was like a a nicer, more useful place is just getting to know interesting people from Twitter and then meeting up with them, having a conversation, whatever it might be. But it's actually been years on reflection since I've last done that, since I've last 
um, like send a message to someone who I just find interesting from the internet and be like, yo, I'm nearby, let's chat. And so that's what we did. We were originally going to uh, bump into each other when he was in London a couple of weeks ago when I was there, but things just didn't work out. So we met up, we had a like hour, hour and a half conversation and it was really interesting. Um, from a personal point of view, yes, just because he's a really interesting guy, but also from like a, a business and a work point of view, he has been with Social Chain since, I believe I'm right in saying this, at least the very beginning, he was part of their founding team. And so he has seen that business grow and grow and grow. And then since the acquisition and going uh, public and everything, he's seen it change. And so to hear much in the same way of the uh, the conversation I had on here with Dom, but to hear that story just through somebody else's eyes um, of like what it was like to be part of such a rocket ship business was interesting. And then it was also interesting to draw parallels and find differences between our two experiences because we're both of a very similar age. I think we might actually be the same age, but I'm not sure. Um, and yet he has been part of a like 150 person agency I'm part of a five-person agency and so it's just really interesting to to see what's the same and what's different between like varying team sizes varying sizes of clients and offices and locations and all of this stuff so it's just a really interesting conversation um I left Manchester saying to Richard that I really want to do more of that again I really want to get back into just messaging people who I think are interesting kind of in the same way that I do with this podcast but asking them for a much lower time investment i.e let's just have a chat rather than let's do it on microphone um don't get me wrong that doesn't mean i'll stop asking people to come on the podcast i'm just saying that uh, separate to the podcast something i want to get back into doing more of is just having random conversations with random people because uh, similarly to what i said at the beginning of this episode about how i feel just wide awake after that conversation i've just had with peter for his podcast there are a few things that give me as much like energy and excitement as just having a good conversation with someone who's interesting and can teach you things and show you a different way to look at the world and so on and so yeah as we come out of lockdown as we all eagerly want to meet with more and more people that is exactly what I aim to be doing just dropping people messages and saying let's have a chat um speaking of having chats I met we met rather it was me and Richard when we were on our way back down from Manchester we met with a client on Tuesday and it is a client who we've been working with for a few months now but because of restrictions and also truthfully just because of the geographical distance between where we are based and where they're based uh, everything has so far been done through video calls and so it was just an interesting one meeting with somebody who I have spent so many hours speaking to on video calls and so I felt like I had already met but having that realization moment of actually we've never ever met before in person and that's really intriguing because it's almost as if video calls can actually replace a lot of human interaction as much as people say they can't like I felt like I knew this client as an individual as a person that I really knew despite having never met them in person so that was interesting, um, just a, an interesting thought on the past 18 months and what that might mean for the future of work and communication as we now have so many case studies as business and as society of what video calls, what this technology can actually do to bring businesses and people closer together, even when you happen to be based 
what, 200 miles away from somebody's physical office address. What else is new? Um, the very first deliverable from the new arm of the business was published by a brand today. I know that that sentence I just said was like fucking really vague. That was intentional because I still don't want to let the cat out of the bag publicly, although a few friends now know what we're working on. Um, but that was really exciting because it is still really early days with that part of the business and being truthful with you, it will probably be a good few months before we even speak about that side of the business publicly. But it's exciting that sat in this room that I'm in right now, only, where are we, July, March, April, May, June, July, only four months ago, we even contemplated the idea of there being a need in the market for this area of our business. And whilst it's somewhere away from being like fully operational and at scale and all these things, there's something from that side of the business out there in the world now. Published by a brand, being seen by the customers of that brand. Um, and it's just exciting. And also, it's it's the brand I spoke about last week, who again, I'm not going to name, but a brand that I have loved for years, a brand that you almost definitely know. One that you can walk into almost any supermarket in this country and buy from. Uh, and yeah, we're working with them with the new arm of the business. And so all of that put together is just very exciting. Um, and it's a nice first step for this new arm of the business, right? This could have been like a really slow burner that we put on the back burner and just kind of looked at every now and then. And truthfully, at times it turned into that as as the main area of the business, which still generates all the revenue, let's be clear, um, has required more attention. But this is like a nice uh, tailwind to push us forward. It's a nice little thing that's happened that is like, yeah, we should really lean into this because there is a want and a need for this service from big, respectable brands, brands who we really want to work with. And we've proven the concept now. So now it's just a case of um, working behind the scenes for a few months, getting everything right, and then really pushing it out there publicly and making some fucking noise when we do. Because trust me, if things go the way I want to with the way we're going to launch this, um, at least from like a public perception point of view, i.e. those who will be watching business-wise, um, it's going to make some noise. And so I'm excited for that. Um, and I think the only other thing to say is that I am about to spend the weekend putting together a talk. This is the talk I spoke about a few weeks ago, the first since coronavirus struck us and cancelled all of the speaking engagements that I had in place. It is for a group of schools in, I believe they're in South London, although I'm terrible at geography, so I should probably check that before I go there. Um, and yeah, it's going to be good. I'm essentially going to put together a list of lessons which I have learned in the years since I left sixth form that I wish I knew at the time. And in doing so, hopefully a handful of people in that room on the day will take with them at least one of those lessons and it will just help them in a tiny little way to navigate one of the challenges that they are inevitably going to come up against as they move into adulthood uh, in a way that I wasn't able to because I had to learn the lesson and so that would be nice. I'm not entirely sure what those lessons are going to be yet. I have a talk which is very similar that I've given before to another school but that was a couple of years ago now and what I don't want to do is just chuck that together and be like right easy I'm going to use this. What I'd rather do is 
frankly invest far more time than I actually need to into it to really pull out the the strong key lessons to make sure that when I stand there and when I talk I'm giving that group of people like as much value as possible because frankly I think that that's what they deserve uh, so that'll be fun also I learned actually I'm not sure if I'm allowed to say his name because I don't know who knows what from that school as in I don't know if the students know who's there yet but let me just say that literally my favorite youtuber is speaking there as well so that'll be cool um somebody who actually I spoke about recently on this podcast so maybe you can rewind a few episodes and go and find out who I mean um but yeah that'll be cool speaking alongside and on the same stage as somebody who I have watched uh for a little while now consumed a lot of his videos and so yeah it'll just be cool it's, it's one of those moments where and it's you know the same is true with this talk and with uh, the brand that we just spoke about with that new arm of the business like there are little moments in life where you're like why am I being paid to do this thing that I really want to do does that make sense like lots of work still feels like work um, yes I talk about the exciting parts of the business on here but lots of it is just a fucking slog honestly like that is just the nature and reality of running a business and probably the nature and reality of having any job in any industry period but there are these things that come along every now and then these opportunities that is like this is such a double win because I would love to do this thing anyway like it does not feel like work to give a talk on a topic that you're passionate about it does not feel like work to work with a brand that you love and yet sometimes every now and then you get paid to do things you love and so that's just it's exciting hopefully that's a uh, a nice way to end the episode oh also it's coming home watch on Sunday I know fuck all about football. Who am I kidding? But hopefully it is. It was it was nice to watch England last night, and um, it was actually a little bit emotional, genuinely. And I feel like everyone was the same. But let's just speak candidly for a second. It was a bit emotional to watch those scenes in Wembley after the game, and just almost draw a contrast of where we as a country, and yes, we as a world, but look, it's a it's a national country competition where we as a country were. A year ago compared to the the like joy and the happiness and the community and the togetherness of Wembley like think about it a year ago the closest thing you could hear to that noise of celebration and cheer and happiness was people clapping for the NHS because so many people were in fucking hospital like they are not the same thing it was it was like a, a good reason to cheer and make noise and show togetherness and all of these things and so that was really nice to watch uh, personally i don't know anything about football i do not know if we'll win on sunday against italy i probably shouldn't say this publicly but in a way i don't really care in as much as i feel like we've already got our win like england getting to a major tournament final um the scenes all across the country yesterday night just the feeling that everybody and anybody felt as a result of england pinging away that second goal and getting through to the final just incredible so yeah look from my point of view I think we've already won regardless of what happens on Sunday but don't let that sound like me hedging just in case we lose I don't know what's going to happen but by the time we talk here next week we will know and so I'll leave it here thank you as always for listening hope you have a good week and I'll see you back here this time next week for episode number 81 of life and lessons see you then
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much, but when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hey, it's Paige Desorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. 